Hello, hello, and welcome to Pish Posh Pages, your favorite no-strings-attached book club podcast. Here's how it works. I'll release short podcast episodes after I finish books. There's no set schedule, no required reading, and no rules. I want to turn my solo activity of reading into more of a conversation. I love hearing other people's thoughts and opinions on books, so now you'll get mine too. <laughs> Looking for book recs? Want to know my big takeaways from my recent reads? Want to hear what I loved or hated about the last book I read? You'll find out all that here at Pish Posh Pages. I'm your host, Lindsay, and I'm excited to have you a part of the club. Now, let's talk books. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Pish Posh Pages with Lindsay Wilson, a podcast where we talk about books. In this episode, I am talking about a Christian memoir, which is a very interesting genre of books. If you've read one before, you've read them all. (laughs) That's all I'll say. Um, So I was looking to read something easy, simple, um, just something that I wanted a memoir, nonfiction, self-help. I haven't read like a self-help book in a while and I was just wanting a little bit of like guidance or just anything like that, you know? Obviously, like one singular book is not gonna like save your life, but I just wanted something to just kind of, you know, get back in the self-help groove because I haven't done anything like that in a while. So I read Present Over Perfect um, by Shauna Nyquist, and she is a Christian writer. She is a wife of a church leader, um, and I uh, I was raised Catholic. This person, I really enjoyed the beginning of the book because she had a lot of um, respect and inspiration and just influence in her her life from multiple churches. She grew up in a more um, Christian, just, I can't remember what you would call it, just a generalized Christian church rather than something like Catholic. Um, But she said everyone in her neighborhood was either like Catholic or Jewish with a lot of structure in their religion. And then, so that was how the book started out. And then it was kind of the whole theme of the book is about leaving behind the hustle and kind of hustle culture and spending time on what really matters to you and taking some time for yourself. And yeah, I don't know how I feel about it really. (laughs) It was okay. Um, I read another book that's very similar to this last year. Uh, It was called To Hell with the Hustle by Jefferson Bethke, another Christian writer. This is kind of a theme that's been going on in Christian writing for a while, Um, basically saying that the world is wanting us to go, go, go all the time, and then we get away from our actual values of home and things that really make us happy. And so... That's something also that is a theme in my own life. Like, I am always go, go, go. So I did relate to a lot of things that Shauna was writing about. Um, But her writing is very simple. It's very, very one-dimensional, just kind of a diary of sorts. And it's not super complicated. Um, I do enjoy reading from Christian writers every once in a while. Sometimes they're, like, super inspiring or just, like relatable or things like that. This book, it was just fine. I saw it on Pinterest, I think a long time ago, and then I saw it was available at my library, so I checked it out. But I will share some of my 
favorite things from the book, but before we get into that, I will give the one star and five star reviews. Alrighty, here is the one star review. There was a lot of them, so it's one of those. Uh, subject line is proof that anyone can write a book. Five chapters in and I had to stop. A Midwestern girl complains about how busy she's been in her life for five chapters, had an average college experience, an average high school experience, and now an average family and work experience. She was very repetitive in speaking about her privileged life, which seems to have no extraordinary form of adversity. I tried to skip forward to find a chapter of substance and landed on the chapter she talks about her Hawaiian snorkeling vacation. Yeah, so relatable. <laughs> Some better authors would be Rachel Hollis or Jen Sincero, who have actually been through some adversity or an interesting path in life. This book was like the stay at home. Wait. <laughs> this book was like the stay at home mom next door wrote a book about how hard it is to be privileged. I would return the book, but I don't want to pay shipping fees. Okay. Um, personally, I do not think that Rachel Hollis is a good reference on somebody who's a better writer with a less privileged life. Uh, she basically uh, married her rich husband and then decided to write books, which is fine. But then she kind of made herself a god. She she uh, She's the worst. She seriously steals people's work, steals credit, and doesn't... She's just not good. But um, I personally, I have read one of Rachel Hollis's book. I thought this book was a little deeper, had a little bit better stories than Rachel Hollis's book, uh, Girl, Wash Your Face, but we all like different things. It was definitely coming from a place of kind of privilege. I don't think privileged people should not write books. I think they should if they want to, um, but her problems are not big problems, not life-threatening problems, but that's kind of what makes it a little bit more relatable, I feel, because there are a lot of people who may be moms who have been going through something like this and want to kind of discover themselves again or go back to the things that really make them happy, and this book is, like, for them, and so... If you're looking for somebody with like a really hard story, a really hard upbringing, this is not it. But it, it did have some good things, I'll say. Here's the five star. Subject line, life-changing, must read. I gave this book a five because I knew as soon as I started reading it that this was something I needed. It's easy to get wrapped up in the things that you think you should do and unwittingly lose sight of what God wants you to do. I've been right there. This book helped me in a lot of ways to realize that if you are not in God's will, where your family is concerned, then the job you thought was more important will be difficult to maintain. Losing your job or the desire to do your job is one thing, but the loss of your family and friends is quite another thing. Is it worth it? The author here bears her soul about life without God and then life with God. Big difference. If you are on the fence and life is miserable and you could see your family is suffering because of the choices you make, then read this book. I think that's a really good review, kind of telling you if, if you're in this situation, you should read this book. So, like I said, I have mixed feelings about it because it, it was fine. It was not wonderful. Um, it's definitely for a very specific kind of person. And that a person is actually not me. I'm not a mother. I think it's really for a mother who's probably in her 30s. And yeah, 
So I did have some favorite pieces of this book though, so let's get into that. There were some really good chapters, some things that I actually really enjoyed, but there was things that were just, you know, fine. They weren't wonderful. They definitely weren't amazing, but they were fine. And so let's get into that. Another thing real quick about this book is that I don't think it was overly Christian in the writing. There was definitely some chapters where it was a lot about the church and things like that, her relationship with God, but it was not overly religious in any way. I think anyone who is not in a church or a Christian church or anything could still find things to enjoy from this book. That being said, one of my favorite things from the book was something related to prayer. And it was relating prayer to oil and vinegar. And I'll, I wanted to read the clip. The vinegar, probably red wine vinegar, rests on top of the olive oil, softly red, flecked with oregano. So this is if you're thinking of like the jar with oil and vinegar on it. The green yellow oil is at the bottom of the bottle, rich and flavorful. Jerry said that when you begin to pray, pour out the vinegar first, the acid, whatever's troubling you, whatever hurt you, whatever is harsh and jangling your nerves or spirit, you pour that out first. I'm worried about this child, or I'm hurt from this conversation, I'm lonely, I'm scared, I don't know how this thing will even get fixed. Pour out all the vinegar until it's gone, then what you find underneath is the oil, glistening and thick. We're going to be fine, God is real and good and present and working. And so that was just kind of a little strategy that, or something like that she used when she was praying because she had sometimes in her life and it's like, you, your problems sometimes don't seem like enough. Like there's so many bad things in the world. Who am I to complain? And so you can still complain. You can still pray. You can still get through whatever problems are in front of you and still, you know, at the end of that say, thank you. Thank you for this in my life. I'm grateful for this. Things will be okay. A major theme in this book was kind of um, finding yourself as a mother, as a middle-aged woman. I don't know if I should say middle-aged. I don't really know how old she was, but she was just getting more confident in herself and her decisions. I really think the problem I found with this book was that she did not recognize at any point, like, the whole thing was about, I was working so hard, like 90 miles an hour all the time for work, traveling all the time, doing this, 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 like work, 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 and ignoring my family and my kids and not putting them first. And now I have time to do that. Um, but she really kind of ignored that the whole hustle in the beginning was part of what made it okay for her to take the time now. And it's like, if someone's in those beginning stages of work, career, whatever, and they're hustling, 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 like sometimes it is a season of hustle and that's okay. Uh, and sometimes it's a, se a season of like taking a step back and focusing on different things. That was the problem I found with the book. Like just admit it that you worked hard and now you're reaping the rewards of working hard instead of saying like, oh, working hard is just like another kind of evil sometimes. It takes over your life and yeah. But here's another thing I liked. Brave is staying put when I'm addicted to rushing, forgiving myself when I want that familiar frisson of shame that I've become so used to using as a motivator. Brave is listening instead of talking. 
Brave is articulating my feelings, especially when the feelings are sad or scared or fragile instead of confident or happy or light. So that's kind of a little thought on bravery and taking the step back and taking like the time to actually face your feelings. Um, she said she used work as kind of a, a number or um, something to kind of ignore your problems. Like, oh, I, I don't have time to worry about this, these negative feelings because I'm just go, go, go all the time, which is something that I do. So that's something I enjoyed. So those are the last things I'm going to say about the book. If you are looking for a easy read with some good takeaways, um, I read it in like a day or two and maybe three days, but it was a simple read with some Christian overtones um, about kind of make, being more confident in your decisions and your thoughts and your feelings, facing those and moving forward with your life the way that you want to instead of what you may have told yourself before that you had to do, this book will let you do that. Um, if you're looking for like a lot of hardship, adversity, this book doesn't have that, but it does address simple problems that a lot of us actually face. So um, yeah, th those are my thoughts. <laughs> I'll be back next time to talk about more books. If you want, make sure you're following the podcast Instagram, Pish Posh Pages for more book content. And you can check out the show notes at pishposhpodcast.com slash pishposhpages. And I'll be back next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pish Posh Pages. If you loved it, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify or just share wherever you listen to podcasts. Also follow our bookstagram, Instagram, whatever you want to call it, at Pish Posh Pages for more book talk. We want to have more people in our No Strings Attached book club. I'm so glad that you were here and we'll be talking about more books next time. See you soon and happy reading.